This episode brought to you by Emporium Arcade Bar. Emporium hosts awesome games, food, beer, and live music events daily in Wicker Park and Logan Square. Visit EmporiumChicago.com for info. Why are you not hearing this ad already being there? Because that's where I'm going to, I'm there all the time. Hey, 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 hey. This coming weekend, Sussex Town Square, the greatest single gathering of colonization information for this, the entire British nation. If you've ever considered a career across the ocean in the new world, then you should come here to Sussex Town Square next weekend. Live presentations by such luminaries as the Dutch East India Company, the British Crown, Quakers, and all other manner of Protestants seeking religious freedom in the new world. But don't take my word for it. Just ask these lovely folks who just came back. I never considered myself a world traveller, but being a scullery mate's hard work. Sometimes I just want to disappear for a while. It is 14 short months in the colonies. I got to see new sights, meet exciting new people, and thanks to dysentery, I lost five stone. And me husband also did dysentery. But now look at me, I'm fit, independent, well-traveled. You sure are, lad, you sure are. Many of you might recognise me. It's me, old Dickie Sniffs. Two years ago, owing to my certain proclivities, I was given my choice at a Tower of London or go off to the New World. Well, I can say here I am back, debt to society paid in full, productive member of the community, and now old Dickie Sniffs is the owner of no less than 12 indigenous peoples. You heard it here yourselves, people. If it can make a man out of dicky sniffs, think of what it can do for you. Next weekend, right here, Sussex Town Square. Be the first to show up. Lock your reservation in now before the dirty Spaniards get there. Colonization information. Slag off, eh? <laughs> Too right. <laughs> All aboard, listeners. I was going to say their tagline should be, get lost with us. I thought it would be, uh, reservations are filling quickly. Place your new world order now. <laughs> Works on two levels. Do you get it? Do you get it? Okay. Hello. Hey. Hi. Hey, people. How? Hi, people. When? Hi. I'm David Flora. I am Dave Stecco. Did you? Were you on the edge of your seat? No, everybody knew. Oh, poops! I've used it too many times. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Blurry Photos. Hi, everybody. I'd like for you to come away with us. Make mm-hmm. sure you pack a lot of supplies. You're going to need them. Come stay away. Come stay away. Come stay away with me. You guys. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I knew I could trust you with that. <laughs> we- we have uh, we have a good show for you. Yeah, we have a great show. Uh, a, a timely one for the month. Uh, there, there's a lot of stuff that comes out around this time uh, of the year for what's the real story behind Thanksgiving? And right, who who settled the New World really? So what we're gonna do is ignore all of that. That's right. We don't want 
bombard you with that. Uh, I mean, I don't baste your turkey too hard. How many episodes have we done that we've had to tangentially be like, and of course, Columbus did not discover the new. I mean, like it's come up a lot. Are you are you being serious? Yeah, it really has. Like I know that we've talked. I mean, uh, we've talked about Vikings. We've talked about uh, other a- ancient peoples. <laughs> people's other vague yeah boy. topics i uh, just know that we brought it up i know it came up um in the uh the uh let's call it the glory hole episode <laughs> oh no, i remember that's I remember our lost that. episode Ew, too hot for the internet no seriously uh, el dorado are you thinking of that uh it came up in el dorado it came up in the money pit oh the money pit yeah yeah, yeah. okay so yeah, well yeah. So suck it. I was for, right for those. Well, no, I didn't disbelieve you. Yeah, but just in the John general principle. I uh, as I'm just keeping you honest. I got to bust those balls. You know, that's what I got to do. <laughs> as folks uh, are becoming more aware of, uh, Columbus was a dick, a huge penis, uh, genocidal, beat beat women. Yeah, probably. It, and here's the thing, like <laughs> the. I just, you know, look at those old oil probably, paintings. You probably know. real into heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, even even if they showed up and didn't put people to the sword to get gold, mm-hmm. like, even if those things didn't happen, they'd still be genocidal. Yeah. Right? Like even, even if they showed up with nothing but like the finest gifts from the bosom of mankind's tender, generous heart and said, hey, uh, we noticed that we we're living in castles. We built this boat. You guys have little huts. We're here to help you, which yes, was, was, was kind of a high roading. It's a shitty self-centered uh, perspective, but say they were being as generous as they possibly could. They still would have killed everyone. Yeah. So, well, I mean, would they would have just gone down as a tragic oopsie daisy? I mean, truth be told, they bought us out of a weird moral predicament by being absolute hideous monsters of people. and, and actively doing the worst things. But we've traded it for another moral predicament Shit. in that we've got a day named after him. And a lot of people get that day off of work. Yeah. Right? If, not me. Pick, well, true. But but I want pick to- Pick somebody else. Yeah. I, well, here's the thing, though, is that no- It's the weirdest thing. Like, it keeps getting taught only so that you can say, but, you know, he didn't really. It's it's like saying, well, you know, two plus two is five, but really it's four, everybody. Just, I mean, we, we both know it's four. Yeah. That, like, that, a lot of stuff is getting in textbooks these days, though. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that, that's coming out that I see articles about all the time that's like, well, you know, evolution, don't believe it. Yeah. But Let's think of all the possibilities. That's its own nightmare giant basket of snakes that maybe, maybe our last episode ever when we finally <laughs> are just like, fuck it, we're going to be like, evolution we're doing it <laughs> or we'll just be like evolution jesus uh 9-11 uh call, uh-uh. can't, can't melt moonbeams uh bernie sanders uh <laughs> Ron melt- Paul, 2013 you can't melt moonbeams oh that's my dream journal's name <laughs> jet fuel can't melt moonbeams <laughs> but no, because also it's our first live camera episode well we will be doing caricatures of the prophet muhammad whoa <laughs> Oh, uh, as you may have guessed, with all that rambling tonight, we're going to talk about the lost colony <laughs> of Roanoke. Yeah, this is a really great classic, uh, a little little piece of whodunits that has uh, a lot of good 
I love this because it's got a lot of a really solid research behind it. And we're going to get to, we're going to get into all that, but it was, you know, growing up, Oh, there's the, the mystery of the missing Roanoke colony and what happened. And it's just cool. It's a, it's a great it fun mystery. And I think that you're right. It is a perfect November topic. And the, the great thing about it is it's one of those mysteries of history. Yeah. That is completely true. Everything about it happened and we still don't know what the f- happened. Yeah. Right. That's the best part to my mind. None of this is, well, you know how that, uh, that mythological creature jumped in there and carted away a bunch of people whilst eating the rest. Uh, <laughs> it, you, you know how people say it like that, just exactly like that. And, and then they go on to profit. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to talk about, uh, what the Roanoke colony was, uh, what happened to it and, uh, the theories and the evidence that we have, uh, for its fate. And this is, most of this episode is just the, what happened in the history, right? Diving into it here. It's a sad and true tale, like we said, of one of England's first attempts to colonize America, which is transcended into legend due to the mystery of its fate. (laughs) Mm. A colony was established on Roanoke Island, North Carolina in 1587. And by 1590, the colonists had banished leaving only enigmatic traces. The mystery of what happened to the colony has persisted into modern times, and theories, tales, and uncertainties abound 425 years later. They don't necessarily abound, but they might abind. Abound. Abound. All right, you ready ready to, to kick the tires and light the fires? Let's do both. Okay, well, let's do a timeline then. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to light my shoe on fire and then start kicking. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, Let's start in uh, the lovely month of March, 1584. Sir Walter Raleigh, an English gentleman who gained favor with Queen Elizabeth I by being an asshole to the Irish, which um, was really just a a stunt off of previous gigs being assholes to the Scots. (laughs) Everyone just figured out, oh, this is a gameable system. Yeah. Pick someone that we really should just treat like us, but then be dicks to them. Right. Gain favor with the crown. Yeah, that's right. And the crown loves it. The crown goes wild. <laughs> uh, he was knighted and appointed lord of any territory he colonized in the new world. Uh, the exact quote was, uh, the remote heathen and barbarous lands, countries, and territories not actually possessed of any Christian prince or inhabited by Christian people. It's uh, really, it sounded like Elizabeth. Yeah, it's that's so Liz. And she, uh, and, and you know. As long as Lizzie gets a taste, right? Yeah, she gets uh, 20% of the uh, gold and silver found therein. Yeah. And uh, so he had uh, seven years in which to make a man of himself in the new world. And while he had no experience doing this, he was in charge of sending everyone else to establish a colony. That's right. Which is, that's that's so Raven. That's a Lord's work. (laughs) Yeah, that that is classic crown. That's so done Raven. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. In April of uh, same year, an expedition That's was one month later. sent to explore the coast of North America to see where it was suitable to begin a colony. Philip Amadis and Arthur Barlow, naval commanders, departed England in two ships, and in July they ended up in what is now Pamlico Sound, North Carolina. They met a group of Secretan, including their king. Uh, <laughs> what was their king's name? What was the Secretan king's name? 
<laughs> Wingana. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> it's uh, spelled <laughs> W-I-N-G-I-N-A. Rhymes with Carolina. <laughs> uh, the natives then directed them north to Roanoke Island, where the Secotan had a village. Barlow said they were treated with great hospitality and generosity, and the natives were, quote, gentle, loving, and faithful, void of all guile and treason, and such as live after the manner of the Golden Age. They met with another tribe, the Croatan, and despite the communication barrier, the English convinced two of their leaders to return to England with them. These Croatan men were named Matteo and Wanchese. Matteo. Uh, how many cheeses? <laughs> Come on, racist. <laughs> Matteo eventually took to English life and became a translator. One cheese, however, was always distrustful of the English. The results of the expedition were relayed to Raleigh, and he organized another one to go. One year later, uh, a five or, in, according to some accounts, maybe even seven ship expedition set sail. Uh, headed by Raleigh's cousin, Sir Richard Grenville. Uh, the ships Tiger, Roebuck, Red Lion, Elizabeth, and Dorothy headed to Roanoke Island with a number of notable crew, including John White, uh, who was an illustrator and friend of Raleigh, uh, two scientists, Thomas Harriet and Robert Hughes, and our buddies finally getting to go home, <laughs> Manteo and Juan Cheese. Do you, think, do you think in their language he was just John Cheese? <laughs> Well, he, don't, because I'm, I'm not going to burn it. I've got a really great Mexican version. Now, it's, it's worth pointing out here that uh, Thomas Harriet, who was, uh, like you said, a scientist, was a, uh, a mathematician and actually an extraordinarily brilliant mathematician, so much so that uh, it only in this century have, uh, have we realized how smart he was going in, in rediscovering the work that he was doing, he was so far ahead of everybody that it took hundreds of years for us to figure out that he was super smart and brilliant. Yeah, that's and, true. And did a lot of really great, important work, uh, uh, which we'll, we'll come back to later on. I just want to point that out that that guy was a that guy was a number one stunner. I, I think um, I think I saw somewhere that he was in fact such a a, a player in his day that he observed. Uh, I think it was the moon through a telescope and perhaps did this before even Galileo did. But we don't know about him very much because he was most likely an atheist. I think it was. And, and that in that day, that's um, that'll get you blacklisted pretty yep. quickly. Yep. As a matter of fact, um, he was the first person to make a drawing of the moon uh, through a telescope. Oh, is that's what it and was. he did it four months before Galileo, that's which is crazy. Because I, 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 you know, I, I don't know history very well, but for some reason, I always think Galileo being like, like twelve, eighteen, like thirteen hundreds. I mean, no, this is like New World colony times. You know, like 1600s, this is hundreds. Yeah, yeah. He was. Century. Yeah, he was. He was a, a fairly, oh, not even right fifteen hundreds. Yeah, 1500s, yeah uh, fairly late fairly contemporary guy. I, I just that surprised me. I always, for some reason, consider Galileo to be to older than that. How much civilization do you play? Um, the last time I truly played Civ was Civ two. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was a long time ago. <laughs> I got in with four and got hooked. Yeah. I, I own it. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like everyone else. I steam sailed it. Every time we, we come across something like this, I'm always like, 
Hmm, I wonder if their caravels uh, could could see up to three squares uh, away. I wonder if they they've researched gunpowder yet. I'm gonna <laughs> ah shoot me in the face. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so they got there uh, with with it was it wasn't an easy run. Had some some bumps of bad weather here and there, uh, but the ships eventually made it back to uh, Pamlico Sound, uh, which is south of Roanoke Island. About thirty men from the Red Lion uh, landed on Croatan Island. Uh, which is now Cape Hatteras, while the rest uh, took off towards Newfoundland, uh, you know, for some good old-fashioned privateering. Oh, yeah. Uh, because, you know, they, they'd made the trip, and why not see if you can find any of those dirty Spanish? Yeah. Or maybe Blackbeard, or maybe dig a giant hole and booby-trap the shit out of it, because that's what everybody was doing back then. Yeah. I love that, though. They're like, yeah, you, you nerds have fun with your colony. We're going to go privateering. Woo! <laughs> Sniff you later. And this this really comes up a lot in this story because people were all about that gold. Oh, yeah. You got to get paid. Well, that's the thing. I mean, the, the, the underlying reason for all of this exploration, there are economic, obviously, economic agreements for setting up colonies regardless. But the one thing they knew was in the new world was gold and silver. And so they're like, well, that's what you're after. You know, sure. The French can trap beavers as much as they want. Go crazy. I don't care. Yeah. I would love to get paid with sweet, sweet bling. And it's funny because they didn't realize that the real, the real economy ran on shirt. (laughs) The real treasure was inside them all along their guts. (laughs) Kidney silver a lot on the black. It was, it was a spleen based economy. I lost my spleen in the new world. I come back and bought me own house. <laughs> yeah, I went to a party, woke up in a barrel full of ice with a note. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah. So the nerds get dropped off and all the jocks go off to privateer. And while steering through the Wokakon Inlet, which is now easy, just as easy to say, uh, Ocracoke Island, the tiger hit a shoal, which uh, effed the ship up, uh, and it ruined the provisions they had brought. So, whoops, all of our crackers are wet. (laughs) Here's the thing. It was supposed to last them a year. So once everything got wet and messed up, at best, a month. Yeah. You know, because you get mold and things moving in there. That's terrible. Yeah, that's the, that is the single worst thing that can happen until they invented witch trials. Um, (laughs) uh, So then, Grenville and Manteo uh, and about 60 other men Decided to go panhandling to some other villages in the mainland, including the Sikatan. It was at this point that uh, Juan Cheese decided to Juan Cheese the f*** out of Dodge and just escaped. <laughs> Juan Cheese it? Yeah, he did. He Juan Cheesed it. Because um, he considered himself to be a prisoner. He considered these guys to be his captors. And we're like, well, bye. There's the thought that he was taken to England against his will. Mm-hmm. And I, I, don't know, I don't know if we'll ever know for sure about that. Uh, but keep in mind, this is when press gangs were being used plenty. <laughs> they were, they, they, the English were pretty good at getting people aboard a ship, even if they didn't want to be on that ship. That's true. And Mantio, for his part, very much uh, took to that life. But, um, one, she's always just like, oh, what are your motives, dude? Yeah. What are you trying but, to do? Oh, he was that irritating guy that just kept going, um, but, but, but why? Well, that, I feel like he was the Magua of these, like Last of the Mohicans. I don't. I, I only saw that once, and I literally—I know we made a joke about it at some point in the podcast. But my entire knowledge of that 
is it's Daniel Day Lewis running through the forest with a goalie stick, <laughs> whooping ass. Okay, first of all, he wasn't in the forest with the goalie stick. He was in a field. Had a goalie stick. It was a it was a straight up NHL like <laughs> uh, uh, spec. Like they they had a, a ref on on the film set to make sure it was a it was absolutely a, it was an Olympic spec goalie stick. So in July of 1585, it's believed some natives from a nearby village stole a silver cup. <gasps> so Grinville ordered the entire village sacked and burned. Jesus f***ing Christ. That is so much work for a silver cup. Yeah. And it wasn't even uh, proven that they took it, I don't think. And you know what that did? Well, it pissed off the Secatan. Yeah. The explorers, then, you know, they were like, okay, bye. We, uh, we've worn out our welcome here. They then sailed up the coast to Hatterask, uh, which is near Roanoke, and asked permission from the natives there to settle at the north end of Roanoke Island. Uh, Grinville appoints Ralph Lane governor of 107 men, and then he sails off, promising to return in April in 1586 with supplies. Uh, no, hold on. Just back it up for a second. I just can't get over this. Like, what is going through your head when you say, oh, is that cup missing? <laughs> Burn them. Burn them all. Literally, what's going through your head is that you are better than them. They are next to nothing. They are filth people. And you just have to, like, show them? I oof. I, I guess, you know what? I guess I'm being a dipshit. Like, I, you know, his, you know I'm, lo- I'm looking with the 21st century sensibility. But, but I just, I, I, it just, that just, that is a shocking, it's, 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 it's so ridiculous. Like that, uh, I, I, like you just go straight for the, the, what's the craziest you can get right off the bat? Like almost as though, and maybe they were waiting for a reason. Oh, could be. You know what I mean? Like, cause you, that doesn't like it, that goes so straight to the top. Yeah. Because there's no, there's no coming back from that. If you, if you raise a village, yeah, like there's, I I, I guess you could try if you wanted to try and, and psychoanalyze what's going through these people's minds is that they're in a new place. Gold, gold, (laughs) gold. They're, they're already sex with natives. They're already on edge. They, uh, they're hungry. They're tired. You know, like they're, they're all, um, already f- frayed yeah and they also have this sense of superiority and i'm not trying to say what they did is right of course i'm just saying what what could be going through their minds to cause them to get to point from from zero to 60 like that and who the is bringing a silver cup with them on what is in essence the world's longest camping trip <laughs> yeah i mean i can understand like bring a little ingot of silver, bring a little ingot of gold. So you can be like, oi, anybody seen this? But like a, a cup. Yeah. I'm getting, I'm, I am, I am getting lost in the details here. Well, we haven't even gotten to the, 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 the disappearance of what would, what would be of, of Roanoke colony, uh, which is modern day Innsmouth. <laughs> so late. What in, happened to them? Late in 1585, they start breeding with fish. <laughs> Late in 1585, the settlement builds a fort and establishes some relationship with the natives. Yeah. Thomas Harriet, our our stunner scientist, studied plants and stones 
John White painted native life. He liked watercolors. Well, there and there was also, and it doesn't it doesn't mention him, which I think is a little bit of a dick move. In my notes? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> there's another guy that got sent along named Joaquin Gans, who was a German metallurgist and assistant to Walter Raleigh. Mm-hmm. Um, and his job, when you know the the accounts say, oh well, he was looking at plants and stones, they were uh, doing a geological survey of the area once again in case anyone ever forgot that the reason for the season is gold pleasing. I love gold. <laughs> I love gold. <laughs> yeah, that's all they wanted. So, so. Smoking a pancake. Smoking a pancake. Um, so, yeah. So, while uh, Harriet was, was happy to do his maths and also a little bit of botany on the side, they, they, what, that's what was really um, uh, underpinning their research was uh, geological surveying and, and checking ores and seeing what the, 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 the lay of the land would be for future mining opportunities. Yeah. Funny enough, copper real big around there, mm-hmm. but, um, while there seemed to be more than enough builders and soldiers in this, uh, motley crew, there weren't any farmers. Jesus. Plus it was past planting season. Quite a, quite a bit past planting season. They relied on native help for food. But again, this was an expedition. It wasn't to establish a real colony. Point of fact, there were no women in there. So it was just sort of a military campaign at that point. Yeah. It's still though, like you, you bring a, you bring a metallurgist to, because in the future you're going to want to mine. They weren't going to do any mining then, but you send a farmer because in the future you're going to want to farm. You got to have somebody there that knows what's oh, up. Yeah. I mean, to breed the cows and the, the pigs, yeah. you're going to need wheat to feed them. Yep. You, you got to make so, that hoe. Oh, here it comes. <laughs> you yes. got to plant those seeds. Yeah. You're going to have to farm. Yeah. You're going to Minecrafter. Need, yes. <laughs> I guess. Well played. <laughs> Just make a wooden hoe, though. I mean, seriously. Oh, man. You know what? Cobblestone, if you want. How about June of that year? Oh, well, I'll tell you. June of the year 1586. The, uh, this is, this is the revenge of yeah. the Sikatan. They, it turns out they did not forget about what happened to their village in That's the right. silver cup incident. And so they, uh, were like, how do you like me now, bitch? And attacked the settlement, which did not work. They, they were not able to like, I mean, the, the, the settlement was able to defend itself and turn them away. They had builders and, and soldiers. Yeah. Like that was what they, yeah. The could one thing well. they had. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, th- their chance to kick their ass, they blew it when they were like, sure, here's some more food. That's <laughs> the thing they couldn't do. And so with no su- no uh, no sign of any supplies coming from England, uh, the settlers, <laughs> they were they were looking pretty ragged around the edges when the boss dropped by to see what was going on. So Sir Francis Drake shows up. Hey, everybody. <laughs> um, he was actually on his way out. He'd stopped to the Caribbean and was like, hey. You know, I got some room in my hoopty. Anybody want to go back to England? <laughs> and most everybody was like, yes, I do. Si, uh, thank you. <laughs> You're my ride. I poppy. <laughs> and uh, on that return, uh, that's where a lot of uh, some of the most famous agricultural exports from the new world, uh, maize, tobacco, and potatoes. There is, uh, you know, evidence, not, I don't know for sure or not, but that this was the boat that, that introduced the Irish to the potato. Yep. 
it, it's it kind of blew my mind. I I had to throw it in there because you think of potato in Ireland and you think of since since time. Right. If it was a movie, I'd imagine that like they were unloading. You know the the maybe in 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 Carrier Dublin they're unloading a boat or something and this bag falls off and it breaks open and everyone just stares at it and just looks like rocks and one guy touches it and you see this just this like distortion move through the entire country i don't know what the f- just happened but everything's different from now on <laughs> that's my sh- history movie stereotypes <laughs> a look through history with your ignorant host dave the dip stacko so yeah so drake took them back to most of them anyway back to england some stayed behind yeah now here's the the, the best part a uh, grenville arrived just after drake had left <laughs> and was like hey guy guys this is a surprise party got, got a bunch of food yeah found that the settlement was largely abandoned so uh ralph lane uh, who was the appointed governor mm-hmm. wrote that the settlers left things so confusedly as if they'd been chased from thence by a mighty army and no doubt so they were for the hand of God came upon them for the cruelty, the outrages committed by some of them against the native inhabitants of that country. Uh, yeah, they, they were running for that boat. That was like some John snow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they had to get onto those boats and get the F out of Dodge. <laughs> and then they, they looked back and that village that they had burned, everybody just rises raised up. up. <laughs> now, I, I would love it if one of them just kind of wistfully looking back is you just, you know, hear the steady pounding of the oars as the little ship goes back to the main ship. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can't help but think that somehow we're responsible for this. Ah, pish posh. Couldn't possibly be. And then you hear a. tomahawk right to the forehead (laughs) that'd be awesome which brings us to july of 1587 Mm -hmm. a full year one year later flora what happened then well that's when raleigh sent a full colonization force of 115 men women and children to establish a colony this colony ship Galactica. He spun up their FTL drives, and it took them three months to get there. And you could hear the war cry of the Sikatan. In the meantime, some of them had disappeared and come back looking like white people. Called them skin jobs. <laughs> so uh, this time, though, they were going to establish a colony on Chesapeake Bay, which is, uh, I think, around 150 miles north of Roanoke. I don't know why. I mean, I I get that the Roanoke was a hotbed of of chival change at that point. (laughs) The Earl of Venvry was very interested in in the uh, British expansion in the (laughs) world. I mean, it was, you know, uh, they were getting attacked. They they had not made friends there. Yeah. That that (laughs) makes sense. But had anybody ever been to Chesapeake to even check it out, you know? I think I think to a very limited degree in Maybe. lots of third hand accounts because the thing is you have to to remember at this time that while there are lots of people traveling to the new world, no one's 
telling anyone. It's 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 an old school land grab. Yeah. So no one's being forthright about what they find. If they, you know, they're keeping their cards close to their vest. They're not sharing their information. Maps are uh, uh, very jealously guarded. That's true. So so unless unless your country or company has sent someone there, you don't really know. And and what you what other sources are very third hand could be inaccurate, could be totally accurate. You just don't know. You know. Okay. Yeah. John White. Our old uh, uh, painting buddy was named governor this time, and Raleigh told them to check Roanoke first for the few men that they had left behind, because they left some dudes saying, you know what, yeah. keep this if you can. We 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 wouldn't mind still having this, Jesus. this crappy island where hey, people are attacking uh, us. You guys, you guys are all promoted. You're now uh, king kings. You want to be uh, uh, governors? You're going to be governors of this place. Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, don't forget that uh, we don't have any food, and you'll probably need to trade with what's left of the sea Ten. Oh, that's right. We burned them all to death for over a silver cup. Bye! <laughs> uh, so, after landing and finding only a solitary spooky skeleton, which they assumed was probably one of the guys they left behind, yeah. uh, the colonists were forced to stay in Roanoke by the captain, Simon Fernandez, Probably now, probably, so he could go hunt Spanish ships to sink. Once again, you nerds stay here. Right. I'm going to go, I, I got to go find those guys from Westchester High and kick their punk asses. He was like, get off the boat. You can't get back on. This is your home now. Yeah. Go be free. <laughs> Daddy's got some business to take care I'm of. Promoting I'm promoting you. I'm just going to go out and get some cigarettes. <laughs> I'm promoting you back. to governor. <laughs> <laughs> Later that month. A colonist named George Howell is murdered by natives while fishing alone. Some colonists, with the help again of Mantio, travel to Croatoan Island to investigate the murder. The natives say he was killed by Sikatan natives, accompanied by our good buddy Juan Cheese. Remember me, you British motherfuckers! <laughs> They also said those left behind by the English were killed by warriors of a few local tribes. The Croatan renewed their relationship with the English and promised to help if they weren't killed mistakenly. Bum, bum, <sighs> bum. See, that's the thing. Like, if you, like seeing the writing on the wall, like, okay, on one hand, these guys are giant dills. Like, they're the worst. <laughs> they They just killed a bunch of people over a cup. Yeah. But they were able to do it. They just showed up and did it. And we tried counterattacking. Nope. They can turn us away. They've got firearms. They've got metal. You know, they got shit. But Mantio, he's been to England. He he knows better than anyone else. He knows what's driving this. He knows how much capital, human, like the number of people, ships. He knows what is over there. So he's playing it as best he can. He's trying to be like, okay, like what you did is lame. I, I don't know what he thought about that, but he, he's also the only guy who knows how much power is backing these tiny little boats that are showing up now and is just desperate to, to play nice. Right. Hey, if, if all of, if, what if my tribe all wear red armbands? Yeah. Huh? yeah. Would that help? Yeah. Should we, should we paint our, our faces blue or right. um, well, you tell us you, you, you just give us a you you know, numbers some, on our, our chest. You got, uh, you got some sashes we could wear. <laughs> Uh, so, but it doesn't, uh, well, what, what, what happens then? 
Yeah. Well, well a month later, because <laughs> of course it worked out, uh, White decided to lead an attack against the village of Dasamanke Pio. But in the middle of the fray, the Croatan <laughs> were also killed. Their bandanas fell off, or they didn't know, like, flash, thunder. Like, they didn't know the countersign, <laughs> um, causing their leaders to sever ties with the colonists again. <laughs> Uh, not too long after that, White's daughter, Eleanor Dare, gave birth to Virginia Dare, the first English child born in America. And she was born into a miserable time. Uh, they had no food storage, no clean water, and uh, they were constantly freaking out about native attacks. Sure. Some of the colonists got together and decided that um, White should go back to England and bring back more supplies. White was like, no way, I'm having too much fun leading these attacks. <laughs> um, also white, he didn't want to, Hey, he had kind of a one, two, Yumi punch here. Uh, on one hand, he didn't want it to look like he was abandoning them, abandoning them. On the other hand, he also wanted, he thought that all of his would be ruined by the time he got that. <laughs> I, if I tell you don't to touch my stuff, you're just going to touch it. All those comic books, they stay in the plastic. <laughs> yeah, you guys going to mess with my records. <laughs> yeah. They stay in the plastic dude. I'll know. I'll know if you read them. <laughs> uh, so the next day they asked again and they gave him a signed pledge that it's that he is not abandoning them and they will not touch his shit. <laughs> Literally there's a document. Yeah. One, you didn't cut and run. Two, no one's fucking with your shit. I love that. <laughs> um so he was like, "Uh, fine." Uh so off he goes, leaving behind 90 strapping men, 17 powerful women, and 11 screaming children. <laughs> and instructions, uh, he also leaves them instructions if anything that should happen to them. Uh, so if they left Roanoke, they had to leave an indication of where they were going. And if they were in trouble, they had to leave a cross. And so while it was a, another bumpy trip across the Atlantic, he makes it. And that's when all that's, and now, now we come to the reason that we're talking about this. Yep. The obligatory. Shit happened. Mm-hmm. 1588, the captain of the ship that was to return refused to sail during the winter. It's too cold. No, I don't want to. I don't have a peacoat yet. Once spring rolled around, uh-oh. <laughs> Surprise, it's the Spanish Inquisition. No one expected it. <laughs> the Spanish Armada attacked... And the queen ordered every inanimate object that could float in water to be crewed and join the fight. Thus, there were no ships available to return to Roanoke. White did get a couple small ships to agree to go. Shh. Uh, yeah, and I strictly confidential. This was uh, this was on the download, but the idiot captains decided instead to go after some Spanish ships on the way in order to get that gold. Spanish ships are like candy to ship captains. They cannot say no to them. They just can't. I love gold. They were captured and all the supplies were seized and the ships had to limp their asses back to Angleland. (laughs) God, what what a show. (laughs) It's truly... So, bam, two years later, August 1590, finally, White's able to get aboard a, a privateering fleet bound for the Caribbean. Again, the only reason he, this guy gets to go is because they are hunting Spanish ships. Yep. And he was like, could you please, just on your way back, could you just drop me off at Roanoke? I'm begging you. And they're like, to right, Gov, you got it. <laughs> um, 
So they land. They found the colony completely abandoned. Not just abandoned flora, like expunged from the record. No buildings, no fortifications, nothing. So uh, it would look like they decided to well and truly, you know, whether either the 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 colonists or the or their surly neighbors were like, "No, bro, you gone, you gone. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you when the Lord split you." <laughs> So they spread out, they start searching, they find a tree that has the letter C-R-O carved onto it. Then, a little bit later, they find a post carved with Croatoan. White wrote, from thence we return to the waterside. Oh, can you do it as white, please? Oh, gosh. I mean, White seems some sh. so he's not a total British dandy. From thence we return by the waterside, round about the north point of the island, until we came to the place where I left our colony. In the year 1586. In all this way we saw in the sand the print of the savages' feet of two or three sorts trodden in ye night. And as we entered up the sandy bank upon a tree, in the very brow thereof were curiously carved these fair Roman letters, C-R-O, which letters presently we knew to signify the place and where I should find the planters seated according to a secret token agreed upon between them and me at my last departure from them, which was that in any way that they should not fail to ride or carve in the trees or post at the doors of the name of the place that they should be seated. <gasps> For at my coming... Yeah, yeah, it's a long sentence, eh? <laughs> For at my coming away, they were prepared to remove from Roanoke 50 miles into the main. Therefore, at my departure from them in 1587, I willed them that if they should happen to be distressed and in any of those places, that then they should carve over the letters of a name a cross in this form. But we found no such sign of distress, and having well considered of this, we passed toward a place where they were left in a sundry houses. But we found the houses taken down, and the place very strongly enclosed with a high palisade of great trees, with cortons and flankers. Very fortlike. Too right. And one of the chief trees are posted the right side of the entrance at the bark taken off. And five foot from the ground in fair capital letters was graven Croatoan without any cross or sign of distress. So, so ends my reading. <laughs> so ends my two sentences on right. this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would two two sentences, <laughs> one paragraph. This seemed to indicate the colonists had moved to Croatoan Island, which again was is is now Hatteras Island in North Carolina. But before he could mount a search, a huge storm began to move in, and the crew of the ships he was with told him to sod off. They was going back to England, they was. White, therefore, never found out what happened to the 115 men, women, and children of the Roanoke Colony. Little tie up here for yeah. Uh, now, because of this huge mystery of this, uh, Sir Walter Raleigh was never able to get over it. He was constantly trying to get back. No, he just went to South America to look for the city of gold. Gold. Yeah, he was like, well, I guess it's off to El Dorado. <laughs> Fifteen ninety five. He he sailed to South America. Uh, did he find it, Dave? He sure. No, he didn't. In sixteen o two, Raleigh sent a ship to try and investigate. Finally, getting around to, oh, weren't there some people? Yeah. In the new world? Yeah, it was just- What happened to them? Does anybody know? I feel like like 15 years ago, I was doing something. 
and I and I'm just it's just, just at the back of my, what is oh my god I left the colony running <laughs> fifteen oh, f-ing years what an ass <laughs> he sent a ship there to try and investigate but instead of going straight there what they do Dave. They stopped in the Outer Banks to collect aromatic wood and sassafras. Don't forget to pick me up some of that sassafras. I swear to God, I'll beat you silly if you come back here without at least 12 bushels of sassafras. I I just, I hate, I hate having to repeat myself. <laughs> well, you think of Sir Walter Raleigh, you think sassafras. I mean, what did I say? I forgot about a whole colony. <laughs> but, uh-oh. Everybody, what? everybody's favorite Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, <laughs> bad weather sprang up on them, forcing them to just go home. Then, in 1603, Elizabeth died. Uh, Queen uh, Elizabeth, uh, that is, bringing in uh, King James the First. Now, guess what James hated? Catholics, sassafras, and who's Mister Sassafras? But Walter Raleigh. So. <laughs> you raleigh <laughs> and and into jail he went literally yep so i'm the king now oh okay Bring- hear ye hear ye <laughs> the list of people the king has said Fuck you too has been posted <laughs> alphabetically raleigh comma <laughs> that so is ends the list <laughs> yes that is all <laughs> and, and and what what uh, another another what 14 years later yeah. What gets Raleigh out of jail? The king when he wants gold. He loves gold. He loves gold. Yeah, the king wants him to go look for El Dorado again. It's got to be out there. The Spanish have so much of it. Which is awesome because uh, he, I mean, that was like the, I don't know, like the new lease on life that he needed, which is awesome. You know, so he, he gets to go do what he loves, look for gold. <laughs> and that worked out perfectly for him. Until he was convicted of treason for violating a peace treaty with Spain and beheaded. <laughs> Not even a year later. Yep. Yep. There was uh, there was some sh- that went down in South America, and we even and, and go back to our El Dorado episode to, yeah. to listen to how he he and his son turned out. Yeah. With I, this. What I love about that though is it's like, what do you mean I can't kill him? We've been doing this forever. Suddenly I can't kill Spanish. Yeah. Well, I wish you'd have told me. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that's a fine <laughs> how do you do? do. Meats off the menu, boys. And thus, Roanoke faded into legend as the Lost Colony. Man, what a what a show. Yeah. It's one of those those stories where I keep in my head going, of course. Yep. <laughs> of course you did. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hindsight being 2020 and we from our lofty perch can look at it and be like, what a bunch of dipshits. Yeah. But then a lot of that was out of their hands. You know, who expects the Spanish Armada? Literally no one. <laughs> That's true. I mean, weather was a huge deal in this. Weather oh, keeps yeah. popping up. It it ucks with so many people's shit during the course of, of this uh, these terrible few years. Weather saved England from the Spanish Armada twice. It, yeah. Yeah, I guess at the cost of, of a colony. Yeah. It giveth and it taketh away. It's true. I can imagine these colonists being like, okay, we're, we're here in the new world. What do we do first? Um, well, let's somebody go mining for iron. Um, somebody look for some coal. We're, we're going to need coal. Um, let's see. I'm, I'm going to punch some wood. We'll just get some huts set up. 
Oh man. Uh, oh God, it's getting dark already. Okay. Uh, has anybody got any sticks? Yeah. Has anybody got it? Oh God. What is that? Is that a skeleton? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> run, run. Just dig into a hill. Just dig into a hill. <laughs> Foxholes. And some of them swam out to an island yeah. thinking they could just wait it out. <laughs> oh, God. We're, I'm not trying to laugh at people's misfortune. This was a, literally the most miserable and harrowing time of people's lives. Yeah. This is uh, y- some of the stuff that, that you hear about these people going through. Oh, my God. I, I can't imagine it. These These people were tough as nails, man. I think that you could make a really good TV show about english colonists in the new world i mean like with lost like mysteries because yeah. they don't know shit. Yeah. there's these there's native people that just sort of seem to fade in and fade out yeah they got villages here and there but we don't know how far they go we mm-hmm. don't you know is this the furthest out that they are and they have there's a whole england inland that we don't know about you know like <laughs> right i think that would be a great show we're gonna we're gonna get into what happened here they're they're yeah. Uh, f- rather than talk about what shows Dave thinks well, should be on TV, we'll probably just keep doing the I, podcast. Actually, I'm just throwing it out so we can do that. <laughs> there's there's a few decent theories as to what fate befell the colonists, but conclusive evidence, which is what we're always after, the conclusive evidence is not uh, um, is lacking for this one. Although, although uh, I don't know if you can ever get conclude. It's so long ago. I don't know if you could ever get conclusive evidence. But there's there's some really solid archaeological digs that have been happening lately that that have been there are that have that have sewn up a lot of these things. But we'll we'll get to it. Yeah, I and just to, while we're thinking of it, I, I wanted to tack on the movie that had Colin Farrell in it as uh John Smith. Never saw it. Don't I, even know what you're talking about. What there was there was a movie I gosh, man, I I, I if only I had some sort of database of all the world's knowledge that I could pull from to, to remember the name of this. But <laughs> it was like the new world or something. I feel like it was called, but it was, it was a fairly recent movie. He was John Smith. Pocahontas, Pocahontas was into, was in it, but it was, it was kind of a realistic take on the Jamestown colony. Hmm. And it's pretty brutal. I, after doing this research, I feel like I would appreciate it a little more. Didn't care for it as a, as a film when I saw it, but it's, Probably because I hate Colin Farrell. Yeah, bullseye. <laughs> but yeah, um, Colin Farrell burned. I don't like him either because of Daredevil. <laughs> he just sucked so much. Uh, but I think it. Uh, if you kind of want to get a feel for what these people went through, um, it's a decent Hollywoodization of it, I guess. Um, so let's get into the theories of yeah. what happened. I mean, some of these are some of these are pretty bedoy. Yeah, how about the the first one on the list? They moved to, to Croatoan Island. They got out of there. Could have moved to Croatoan or maybe a spot inland. I mean, mm-hmm. he did mention that one plan they had was to go fifty miles to the main. Yep, which uh, you know people have have uh, interpreted as being the mainland. Now, Roanoke Island is off the mainland. Obviously, it's an island. Uh, there, the outer banks are are this these long thin islands that are even farther than that out it's it's a pretty islandy place there off the coast of of north carolina right have you ever i've never been there it's a popular spot to go to the outer banks right yeah yeah i've I've never really spent any time in that part of the country yeah i i haven't either but um you've got a i think part of the mainland is right there pretty near roanoke 
but um, 50 miles inland, there's the, the water still comes in in some of the bays that are around there. And uh, from from there, you know, wherever they ended up, if they moved, they could have integrated with local natives, which is another part of this this theory, another theory on its own that they just they kind of gave up on England ever coming back. Right. Yeah. They're just like, all right, it's just it's on us now. It's on us. So we might as well make good with these these people that know what they're doing here. Uh, or they they could have been killed either by. Their old enemies, you know, the old uh, Sikatan or, or somebody that they pissed off along the way. Yeah. Uh, or or just from the warring tribes that were around there. There were uh, all the time, you know, one tribe was, was making war with a, a, a neighboring tribe because they didn't like the cut of their jibs. Yep. So it, it's possible that uh, these people got in good with one tribe and then were just completely wiped out by another one. Right. Which is Which is something that was happening up and down the coast. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this was not isolated by any means. This happened everywhere. Uh, you know, you, yeah, a colony moves in, it makes good with some, you know, like, Hey, we'll help you with your enemies. We're just looking for friends here. And then boom, now everyone's fighting everyone. Yeah. And it was said that a chief of the Powhatan tribe, uh, told John Smith, again, the leader of the Jamestown colony in 1607, that he had seen to the slaughtering of the lost colonists as they were living with his rivals, the Chesapean. He showed no evidence uh, for this, save a few iron tools, however. He didn't say, you know, we threw their bodies here, or here's, you know, clothing that we took off them, here's tools and weapons. He had a few uh, things of iron, but it just, it didn't seem to be, and I don't know how true this is, I don't know how much stock you can put in this, but um, there's also a map said to have been drawn by a Jamestown settler in 1607, showing a place to the southwest of Roanoke, saying, quote, Here remaineth four men clothed that came from Roanoke to Oganamonan. Oganamonan? That's, uh, you know, every, every there's, there's tons of places around there, but that's to the southwest, I guess. Now, there's also uh, some recent archaeological information um, most notably that there is a, um, they did an analysis of, of John White's map from the 1580s of Virginia. And there was a hidden marking beneath a patch that had been placed on the map that actually indicated there that when he says 50 miles in the main, uh, into the main, um, he actually, it was a predetermined location. It was marked on this map, but then patched over. And so that was one you know, like it wasn't something that he had just said, well, I don't know, go 50 miles over here. Like they had, they had determined a place. Right. Um, more importantly, there's also an archeological team that went out to, um, what was then Croton Island and what they, they call uh, site X. And they have been doing a ton of excavation there. Um, and they found a lot of really promising things, a bunch of different artifacts, uh, just things that you would expect out of a colony nails, uh, ceramic shards of uh, it's a type called Surrey Hampshire borderware. It's a very specific kind of pottery. Surrey Hampshire borderware. Uh, you th- need your sh- putting pots. <laughs> you, you need Surrey, Surrey Hampshire, Hampshire borderware. <laughs> uh, the reason why this stuff, well, what it is, the Surrey Hampshire borderware. The reason why that's important is because the company uh, went under in 1624. So y- there's actually a line at which you're like, okay. There's not going to be any more of this showing up. Yeah. And so that places it nominally within the time period 
of uh, the Roanoke colony. Right. I don't think that the Sidex and, and Croatoan are the same thing. I think that Sidex is Mary Hill, North Carolina, present day Mary Hill, which is to the west, because I, I think Croatoan Island is south uh, of, of Roanoke. I, I, I could be wrong, but I, I found the, the same uh, stuff you were talking about. And either way, it's present day uh, Mary Hill. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I misunderstood. Yeah. This site X is where he marked for their evacuation point. Right. Yeah. Right. And that is inland. And that's where they're finding these things. Not on, not on Croton Island. My mistake. Right. And, and if not the evacuation point, it was a possible, oh, this looks nice. Maybe someday we can go here. Yeah. And, and because there was a, a, a lot of research that they knew Roanoke was a bad place to set up shop. Yeah. Um, I think that they'd, they'd, they'd posted up there as a temporary measure because they had, they had a little bit of, of familiarity with the area because of the previous expedition. Mm-hmm. But, um, and, and as you said, there was a horrible drought on, and they were aware of that. There was that area already had limited access to fresh water. And I think that from the moment they got there, they were already looking as to where they would go next. Yeah. Yeah. And according to some tree ring analysis, uh, 1587 to 1589 was the worst drought in 800 years. Yeah. And, which is, and, and, and who do you blame for that? Our buddy El Nino. <laughs> A little more on, on maybe integrating with, with local tribes. Another Jamestown colonist wrote in 1612, that a couple of native settlements had two story stone houses with thatched roofs, which is unheard of for native peoples. What, what, what? In 1709, English explorer John Lawson wrote, quote, A further confirmation of this we have from the Hatteras Indians, who either then lived on Roanoke Island or much frequented it. These tell us that several of their ancestors were white people and could talk in a book as we do. The truth of which is confirmed by gray eyes being found frequently amongst these Indians and no others. They value themselves extremely for their affinity to the English and are ready to do them all friendly offices. It is probable that this settlement miscarried for want of timely supplies from England or through the treachery of the natives. For we may reasonably suppose that the English were forced to cohabit with them. Oh, my dear. For relief and conversation. Especially conversation. Mm. They hated sitting around in silence. And that, in process of time, they conformed themselves to the manners of their Indian relations. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then you just keep getting more and more tales of encounters with uh, blonde natives. Blue eyes, up, yeah. Uh, and of natives with European names and features being encountered. Today... The Lumbee tribe is said to have descended from the lost colonists. I don't know that anyone has a way to prove that. I mean, I, I guess, I guess you could do like a DNA analysis, but like at this point, I mean, there's so much interbreeding, intermarriage, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years later. That how would you pinpoint? That yeah, like, what what flavor Gatorade got spilled into this bathtub? Right. 
What a weird metaphor. I enjoyed You're it, a though. weird metaphor. Oh. <laughs> I enjoyed you. <laughs> I cherish our moments. Hey, so, Flora, huh? I celebrate you. <laughs> what a weird, what a weird thing. <laughs> so that's, uh, that, you, you know, getting, uh, moving and integrating all, I think, are, are inter, intertwined there. And that's, that's that theory. What else we got? Well, how about just the easiest one? They fucking snuffed it. Oh, they popped their clogs. That's right. They uh, they they died. Well, they were either uh, rounded up and murdered by the Indians, mm-hmm. uh, or they died of dysentery, or they died of starvation, or they all went. Uh, they had a, a swimming race and shark attacks, <laughs> um, or there was a, a or a, weather a water spout picked up a bunch of box jellyfish <laughs> and threw them at them, or, or yeah, or. Or, oh, we were all about to finally eat. Then bad weather forced us to, to avert Sleep. dinner. Yeah, we had, to, we had to chart course away from dinner. Uh, there's also typhoid thought to, uh, oh, to yeah. have affected the uh, early colonists. Also, I mean, yellow fever. Could that'd be. That'd get you. Malaria. Malar- Malar- malaria. Now, as I mentioned before, Jamestown has offered glimpses into the horrors of trying to keep a colony alive, including... The Jamestown people eating dogs, cats, horses, and each other. I'll, I mean, I'll say this, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna go on. Oh God, stop! <laughs> I get I get the eating of other people. I get it. I get it. Makes sense. <laughs> I didn't help myself with that last one. That last one was it really made me sound like a lunatic. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I took a lot of, of, of gross anatomy in, in, in college and you, you get to do a fair amount of work with cadavers and there's a lot of meat on a person, big muscle groups. Sure. Just, you know, you're starving. It would be terrible to have to eat someone, you know, <laughs> Jesus, I sound like a monster right yeah, now. I don't, I don't, I want to get as far away from this <laughs> hole that you're, <laughs> yeah, I can't, I'm just saying Ooh. I get it. <laughs> I'm not helping. There's nothing oh, I can do. Don't don't get any of it. <laughs> don't get any of it, Cormac McCarthy. <laughs> so we're all gonna go on a road trip. Uh, if anything goes south, on the road again. You guys should eat me first because my legs will feed an <laughs> army. I got I got beefy man legs that are just muscle, just muscle. Just can't wait to eat you on the road <laughs> again. <laughs> Gonna make a stew and gumbo of my friends. <laughs> Can't to get on the road. <laughs> Who are we? <laughs> the, the good thing is with this, there's no evidence of of their their uh, there there are no bones, no no trash pits with with cut up uh, limbs and stuff. Yeah, yet that that's been discovered. Mm-hmm. Now I'll I'll play devil's advocate a bit. There's been a lot of erosion. Yep. So that stuff could have been through to drug out to sea. Yep. The um, the natives say they did attack. They could have been concerned about reprisals, so they hid the evidence. Yeah. Because that's that's how this whole thing started. They don't know when those boats are coming back, so they just we don't know. They're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Water. Another thing. You know, since they were most probably in this drought, the water they were drinking to begin with was terrible. It was uh, brackish, probably mixed with uh, their their own sewer water. Yeah. Well, again, that's what I was saying. They, they, it had a terrible access to fresh water. Yeah. Uh, people were desperate. I get it. 
<laughs> but uh, but yeah, but no no bones have been discovered of of these people. They they just fucking vanished. What else could there be? Oh, uh, how about the Spanish? Oh, those dirty Spaniards. I mean, think about this. Yeah, we keep pretending that these guys go off to day camp. No, they're they are sinking Spanish ships. The Spain is pissed. Spain doesn't want the the English uh, in in the New World any more than they want them in the Old World. Right. Uh, and so it's not it's not hard to imagine that they would would seek to eradicate any uh, English colonies as they find them. Oh yeah. Now, now this is an interesting thing, though. The reason why they don't think this is terribly likely is because the reason it's not likely, the Spanish were looking for the colony. They wanted to fucking kill everybody. Yeah. But like I said before, everything's hush-hush. They didn't know exactly where it was. They thought the, the colony was closer to Chesapeake Bay. Yep. And they weren't looking for it way too late. This was after after 1600 when they were like, oh, hey, we heard there's a call. Yeah. <laughs> We heard there's a colony that's been established for 15 f***ing years now. Uh, <laughs> you got to be prosperous by this time. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't want it to be too easy. They wanted a little bit of a fight. <laughs> um, yeah, so they, they, were, they were searching for it for the purposes of eradication, but they were looking in the wrong place in the wrong time. They, yeah. had, they were wrong on all fronts. So, you know, while, while a possibility, eh, meat morp, I'm sure it's been thrown out there. Mm-hmm. Could they have disassembled their village, their colony, to try and build a boat to take their asses back to England, which is why we don't have any trace of them and the buildings are disassembled. I mean, if they did, they're dead as dreams. Yeah. Yeah. I mean- Obviously. Yeah, like professionally made boats- Had a hard enough time. A really hard time, let alone uh, let alone the, this idiot raft you're going to try to build. Um, yeah. I would think it'd be more likely that they would try to build a boat just to sail up the coast you know, within sight of land or something like that. Yeah, maybe. Either way, uh, lost to the sea. Yeah. Uh, obviously, there would be no trace of them. I just feel like if you're that desperate and you're not getting any help from any of the people yeah. that are around you, you're going to be like, I want to go f***ing home. Right. And, and, we- and whatever whatever slim 0.01% chance we have, I'm taking it because anything is better than drinking poo- poop water. <laughs> And waiting to get murdered in your sleep. Yeah. And, and yeah, because that and comes- eating a, dirt. There comes a point where they're like, well, to build, to build the boat, we have to break down the palisade. We have to pull this wall down. Uh, we will work quickly. Yeah. <laughs> we will do that as fast as possible. Ugh. And they're already malnourished. Right. Oh, God. Right. Of course, there's there's one more theory that's that's always been thrown out there. Dave. Really? Well, I feel like we've covered all the all the theories. I mean, are like, you sure? I'm, if there's another theory, it's probably the most well researched one. Sukalo sound. Is such a thing even possible? Yes, it is. You're right, it is. Wow, I'm really dropping the f bombs today. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Your fart. Welcome, bag asshole. Face, you're welcome, Flora. Fuck your face. Fuck, fuck, shit, shut, shit, ask. You are welcome. Are you are my friend. Ask. One of those was such a, a terrible swing. <laughs> it didn't get beeped. <laughs> Another thing is nobody's going to hear that melody. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, it's it really about the meter, it's about <laughs> the impact of the words. Well, um, <laughs> there's always the possibility that these yep. folks were abducted, and that's why there's no trace of them. I, 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 <laughs> I like, I like, I like my um, jellyfish NATO more than I like. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's been put out there. We, I'm sure it has. <laughs> Because if there's one thing that the aliens can't stand, it's race mixing. They were like, get those white people out of there. That's our jobs. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, like you said, there's there's still some digging, some archaeology going on today. In fact, uh-huh. it's kind of picked up, I think, in the past few years. Yeah. And that, that site X is building steam. They're, they're finding a lot of things there. And I, I, think that, I think that in the next five years or so, they will say, yep, this is the thing. Yeah. I would put some money on trying to get some equipment if if at all possible to go out to the to the very coast of uh Roanoke to see you know what might have eroded what yeah. might have eroded away maybe but i mean listen they they can't even find out what's in the money pit is that show still on i think it i think it is i, I think, think they, it's the new finding bigfoot i think they just stopped last i looked and it was been, it's been a long time since i looked that show like stopped mid season and just never came back. Oh well, I thought I had seen that they had another season coming up. What, what's what's the show called? I think it's just uh, I don't know. I don't know how sexy they want to make it, but Curse of Oak Island. It's in its third season now. Oh wow! Shut my mouth. Do you do you think it will ever be known? What happened? Yeah, I mean, you could archaeologically get really lucky, but pr- I here's the thing. I think that we know it. Just it it's not satisfying because. It's 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 sort of mundane given the circumstances, and it's not the kind of thing that leaves a big mark. You think about historically the number of colonies and and, and expeditions that go out that just don't that don't make it back. You know. Well, yeah. Part of this, as an American growing up and hearing our public school education, it carries a certain spookiness with it because you hear the lost colony. Right. What yeah. happened to a hundred people? They just disappeared. What the f***? (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's in a lot of uh, um, the back of Americans' minds that it's like, oh, geez, man, this this is creepy as shit. You know, like uh, America tried to get started and disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and it is, you know, I think that the I think that people get invested because it's something you can. You, you, when you put yourself in the place of these colonists, it's terrifying. Oh yeah, starting a civilization, you know. Even, yeah. I mean, I was going to say even alone, but that's probably even easier because you don't have hostile natives to deal with. Right, right. At that and point, you, and they don't. You, you think you know what's in the woods, but you don't really. Right. You think you know what? You know, you, there's so much you don't know. It's another planet. It's it's so it's weird. It's weird to think about. Yeah, well, it's but a cool chunk of history. That's um, there it is. That's Roanoke, the lost colony of Roanoke for you, in a uh, an abandoned nutshell with the CRO carved <laughs> into it. Nice, I like that. The only thing left to ponder is what happened to all the puns we left behind. Puns. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing with pun the the pun sound like you. Yeah. You got to call for it. You can't uh Yeah. Yeah, you do have to summon the puns for it. it. Yeah. You want you want you want to go first? Or you want me to go first. Well, I'll chance yeah. it. Okay. You can go first. 
Nice. All right. I already, you, you know, I, I'm going, I know what I'm going for. You know, there was, um, a Spanish tale of, of one of their first encounters in South America with the natives. And there was, um, in what is now, uh, the Yucatan Peninsula of Mexico. And they had taken, uh, two natives and, um, one of them was perfectly happy. He was, you know, wanted to learn more about Spain. He was pretty much an ally. The other felt captured, uh-huh. um, and always resented the time that he spent with the Spanish and his name was Juan Queso. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a Juan cheese joke. Oh, I get it. You get it? I get it now. Cause it was J. I lied before, but now I'm telling oh, okay. the truth. Uh, I've got a, a place that the, the colonists tried landing uh-huh. uh, when they were sailing up the coast there. But the thing is, it was so thick with trees, they couldn't find a spot to settle. Oh, no. And it just, after they, after they found their place and they got settled in, they talked to the natives a little bit. They learned that that, that island was where all the natives took all their acorns that they collected. Uh-huh. And it was called Groanoke Island. Uh. <laughs> well, you know, um, there was some interesting sociolo- uh, sociology that happened after White left. Mr. Um, White? The, uh. Yeah, um, bitch. You know, the men already outnumbered the women in the colony significantly. <laughs> That's true. Um, and that that kind of that that was not a healthy balance. Mm-mm. So the guys they were just hanging out with guys. Um, they started to get a little bit more rambunctious with each other. They were less respectful towards women. Really, just there was there was no counterbalance to all their their worst impulses and, and terrible ideas. Um, added to the fact that they were making unwise trades. For additional material for their shirt collars and, and making these crazy alterations. And finally they all just moved, uh, they left to an Island and just left the only marker. It was just, a, a uh, into a tree. They just carved bro. Cause they all went to bro and Island. <laughs> Best wings. of <laughs> yeah, North Carolina. Oh yeah, dude. It just like big screen TVs and Patriots games, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Beer flows like wine. <laughs> Yeah, chest bumping. Um, so, uh, so a lot of people don't know this, but the second expedition to Roanoke, they weren't killed by a band of natives. What? No, it was one native who loved dessert and he poisoned them <gasps> with his Juan cheesecake. Nice. Oh, that God. son of a bitch. Juan cheese. I hope I'm. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. I'm basing. Half the podcast off that. I there's a there are songs there. There's a song that floats around uh, the YouTube's that's called Mantio and Juan Cheese, and that's how they pronounce it. So that's yeah. what I'm going for. Yeah, however they like it, I don't care. Actually, Roanoke, I think now is divided up. The north is Mantio, the south is Juan Cheese, something like that. Somebody can correct me. I saw a map. I'm just talking now. Okay. <laughs> burr, burr, burr. But, well, you know, the, the most amazing thing about this is that, that, that map that they discovered, you know, that had the patch and it, it is allowed scientists and, and, you know, we get to go along for the ride because it, it sh- finally shows the hidden location of listener. Hey, we have to x-ray it to find it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get underneath there. You got to get in there. All right, I'm going to kick it off. I'm I'm playing a new game. I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm spinning the randomizer wheel in Listener Mailtown. So we got um 
Uh, usually we do these pretty in the order they are received, but I'm, I'm just, I'm going to, I'm just trying to shake, I'm shaking it up like this. You're shanking it up. I'm shanking it up like an inmate. Andrew from Kentucky. Well, well, well. Mm-hmm. Andrew writes, hello. Hello. Hi. Nothing made my week like hearing your letter read on the rainmaking episode. You guys are awesome. Hey. Uh, agreed. <laughs> uh, since my last writing, I've now gotten two more patrons into your glorious podcast, and we fight to have more books on the unexplained and unexplored on our shelves. Well done. Awesome. Uh, went ahead and made some blurry photos bingo cards for those of us who want something to do while we listen <laughs> to this show. You're going to love this. I did see. I took a look yeah. at those. Uh, we're going to come back to this bingo card. I'm going to read off the spots available. <laughs> um, Flatwood's uh, monster episode was fantastic. Uh, he said he'd been um, a lifelong fan of the critter since he actually made uh, got to go to the Flatwoods during a road trip when he was reading a book about American cryptids. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, he said it was a very eerie place in the evening, and uh, he, he probably would have seen a creature as well. Nice. P.S. Pun script. One of my favorite Arthur, uh, one of my favorite authors is Arthur C. Clarke. Clarke is often considered a visionary, predicting more technologies and ideas than almost any other author. All in the stacks, I found one of these books that predicted not only uh, the internet but the Blurry Photos podcast itself. No, yep, it nope. was called Two Thousand Puns: A Dave's Odyssey. Oh. <laughs> that's glorious we tried to bury that book <laughs> thank you andrew and thank and, you, and andrew. let's uh, let's see the uh the blurry photos bingo cards have spots for mothman off to the races uh any mention of ken hype the sukalo sound oh yeah oh someone burns a pun oh. mm-hmm. uh the phrase gets his taste oh, always <laughs> like <Marked> that <laughs> one this episode didn't you lightning sound Thunder sound. Uh, Come on. Yeah, it is a thunder sound. Right. <laughs> Jeff the talking mongoose makes an appearance. Oh, yeah. Any reference to the Goatman? <laughs> uh, well, well. <laughs> uh, let's see. How about puns? Uh, once, uh, one free spot an episode there. Yeah. Oh, no, that's not the free spot. Uh-oh. Frankenduck. Sandhill Crane is oh, the free spot. Oh. He op- occupies the center of the board. Mm. Uh, the Bunyip. How often do I say boogie on reggae woman? <laughs> do I say that a lot? Often enough. I guess. <laughs> I know that's me. I know that I use that phrase. Yeah. It's it's when you it's when you have a thought to add on to mine as in the middle of my thought uh-huh. and then you're like, "Oh, I have to say this real quick." Okay, now you can go again. That's <laughs> so Right, every time I'm like, no, me now. <laughs> These are not bingo cards. These are mirrors. <laughs> yeah. ah! Birds. Uh, oh, uh, Yahoo Answers. Yeah. yeah. Drunken Rambling. Uh, <laughs> Flora's Laugh of Doom. I think that's the... Uh, oh, the is it Headless Horseman? Yeah, I think so. Oh. Uh, whenever Don Luke saves the Via. Uh, <laughs> any mention of Captain Carl? Every time Stecco gets sidetracked. Nailed it. <laughs> Uh, how about level-headed and mature response to a touchy subject? Mm. Wow. It happens if it has to. <laughs> Someone does a dramatic reading. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Coke snort. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, New Age. Oh! kind of want to put a recipe for, like, fluffy pancakes in here. What about that f***ing recipe for the turn? <laughs> that's awesome and then they just change around a lot that's great yeah thank you thank very, you andrew yeah. i i think i think i'm gonna try and uh uh get that put on the site uh and and printable maybe yeah for folks how about 
the drop bear from down under. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know what I didn't know what accent to do to that. I was like, are we both Australian? No, do I just New York? No, oh, God. Oh, I, God. I'm so nervous around handle. foreigners. What's a drop bear? I don't know. Wonder if is that a is that a thing? <laughs> or is that just a name? Could be autocorrect. Says uh he's been listening to the archives for a few months, nearly all caught up, bleeding from the ears aside. It's been a great laugh. And he's got <gasps> Chester Couple Puns. Uh, <laughs> Chester Couple Puns. He heard there was a secretive group that's hard to find out anything about. All that's known is that they worship all manner of strange objects. They're found on the southwestern shore of Lake Michigan and that their name is the Shy Cargo Cult. <laughs> that's a good one. Ever had a conversation about Bigfoot and someone mistakenly refers to it as a Yeti? That's known as a Fortean Slip. Nice. Yeah. These are high quality. If we ever get sponsored by Taco Bell, the listeners could be called Blurritos. <laughs> I love it. Writes itself. And we should get sponsored by Taco Bell. Yeah. We have to get a bigger room to record it. We're going to smell terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and some superpowers. Oh. Or not so. The ability to make people out of fire and have them perform a waltz. Pyrodancy. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the ability to shoot fire out of your hands but not be immune to the fire. <laughs> <laughs> no pun, just horrible handburns. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, you know what though? That would be like a, like, uh, you know, those, there's always the, the scene that they have in movies where you know how badass the guy is when he breaks his own wrist to get out of handcuffs. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. He's like, yeah, gotta do this. Do yeah. I guess Wolverine kind of has that though. He feels Wolverine it. Wolverine heals, though. Yeah, I know, but you don't he, get he- healing with this. But he feels it when the claws come out. Yeah. Every time. Every time. Uh, and Drop Bear says he's the branch manager where he works. Uh, <laughs> get it? Get it? Get it? Bye. <laughs> Thank you, Drop Bear. Thank you. I've got an email you're going to really enjoy. Uh, it's from Amy. Hi, Amy. Uh, Amy writes. I'm listening to the review of blurry photos on pod on pod. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. I kind of had forgotten about that a little bit. I haven't. I I, never will. I am fuming. (laughs) They can't even get Dave's last name, right? (laughs) I want to reach to the internet and slap pod on pod so hard. Who the hell are they to pass judgment? See, here's the thing. If I read this, more people are going to go. More people are going to listen to it. Yeah, don't, don't. <laughs> Just don't. Save yourself. Uh, who the hell are they to pass judgment? Clearly, they lack a sense of humor. I bet they're the guys who complain about MST3K. I was enjoying the movie, but those guys kept talking over it. <laughs> um, That's the worst type of human. Uh, she goes on to say that um, they hold up Stuff You Should Know as the, paradon- as the paragon of podcast, which is a great podcast. But she said, after listening to you guys, they're drier than dust, boring, dull, and tedious. Full of ads these days. Uh, and Pod on Pod likes that? That says everything about them. Yeah. Ugh. Assholes. Double assholes. <laughs> I don't think anyone needs to listen to any to more. Still fuming, Amy. I enjoy your righteous fury. <laughs> also, I like it when you're like, assholes. Nope, not enough. Double assholes. Uh, if you enjoy that, you might want to try a little song I wrote called (laughs) 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 also called the beeping song. (laughs) (laughs) Dave loves doing this because he doesn't have to do it. He doesn't have to do it. (sighs) 
Uh, thank, thank you, Amy. Though we we appreciate your solidarity with us yeah. and agree with you wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be cool. What if we? What if we? You know, we we keep building a fan base. We 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 expand. You know, we get more people. Uh, you know, down with our craziness, and then we kind of create sort of like a juggalo style fan base culture. You know, like we all start. I'm not saying the face <laughs> painting thing. That's exhausting, and it stains everything. But you know, what if what if we what if our fans got to be such a thing that the, the FBI classifies us as a criminal organization? That'd be pretty great. Reavers sure. right back to Reavers. Sure. Just saying that'd be pretty cool. And I think that, uh, I think that Amy is well on the way. I think that's, that's exactly Yo, <laughs> this fun. <laughs> fun. I think we've said it before. I about <laughs> black photos. Hey, y'all. with the family. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Flora Stecco psychopathic. <laughs> Uh, if you get the moment, if you get a moment, YouTube, the word crunt, K-R-U-N-T, look for the first picture of a, a guy wearing face paint in like a Raiders jersey, and just, you're welcome. Sorry, photos, psychopathic family, we have nothing but family. <laughs> Take we, this mystical we're axe. Behead them. <laughs> Listen to podcasts. <laughs> we're going to be friends. We're going to be friends. <laughs> oh god okay yeah moving on i got one more here for you yeah yeah hit us well let's see who's this one from oh my goodness it's just a bunch of change what yeah but it's really small is it obama no <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> you, no it's really small coins oh it's almost like they're little nickels <laughs> oh, little nickels little nickels <laughs> little nickels has a few pods <laughs> i love it uh i will easily say that little nickels little nickels favorite fan nickname little little nickels says <laughs> i've heard tell of a feline creature that was ravaging the french countryside <gasps> the beast of gray poupon <laughs> keep your windows rolled up yeah also known as gray cat fancy beast <laughs> nice pow pow have you One, guys two. heard of the group of Italian motorists that went missing in the Russian Ural Mountains? No. They call it the mystery of Fiat Love Pass. <laughs> it was a tiny car. I believe fellow Blur Reaver reanimated bit suggested a mundane superpower of shooting ants from your fingernails. If placed in a superhero comic, would this make you the antagonist of this story? <laughs> you would be the antagonist because those ants would hurt people. <laughs> He says, by the way, per the Blurry Photos Facebook page, he's totally brewing the Spring Hill Jack IPA suit. <laughs> nice. That'd be great. Cheers, Little Nickels. Thanks, Little Nickels. Little Nickels. And thank all of you for writing and hating the same people we do. <laughs> so thank you guys for writing. Yeah, thank you for writing, as always. Thank you for, for leaving the five-star reviews on yeah. iTunes. They, they are helping us uh, really carve out a very stable powerful niche on itunes and that that just leads us to to bigger better faster more that's right thank you for liking us on facebook yes uh the quick march we have we yeah. have up the tempo yeah. uh hitting hitting the next hildo mark we are hauling ass to the octa hildo <laughs> <laughs> that's right thank you for uh telling your friends uh, about us yeah thank you for forcing people to to put us in their ears yeah for road trips and stuff and you're like oh i'm just gonna 
I'm just going to play this and know where this is what, what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being like, you know what? Ignore these five minutes, <laughs> listen to the rest of it, and then listen to the rest of the, yeah. the other ones. Yeah. Get, get invested, then circle back to the other <laughs> stuff. So uh, you guys are glorious. Thank you. Uh, it's just, it's just fun to, to do this. And yeah. You guys are what make it fun. So thank you. And don't forget to turn that fun into a golden fist shaped object that you can hide up your sleeve and you can be like, oh, I don't even have a hand. I just have this golden fist that I use to punch donate buttons in the name of the law. Also, you're an 80s cop. (laughs) (laughs) Just uh, sunglasses and a Camaro. And if you like punching our donate button, maybe you should uh, punch the play button on some of these other podcasts. Yeah, you button puncher. You little (laughs) button puncher. You can just punch one button. You got to punch them all. Got to punch them all. For example, um, if you like a contrary wise uh, bend to your podcast listening, I think that you should listen to I disagree, but just with one T. <laughs> I disagree, but uh, Whitaker Trebella and Bryce Poles tackle some of life's most frivolous arguments and fiercely try to teach each other why they're right. <laughs> those are I some like, names. Yeah, those are some names. And I, I kind of like the idea of like a, a, a gentleman's argument podcast. Sure. So yeah, check it out. Check that out. And thanks to the Chicago Podcast Co-op. As always. That that is one of our fellow uh, co-opters in that. Yeah. Oh, and let us give you a gift. Vis-a-vis audible trial slash blurry photos. Get yourself a free audio book. It's on us because, hey, you were worth it. it. So true. Also, we have announcements. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad you thought of this. I sure did. Probably should have put this at the front. (laughs) Eh, Whatever. Um, No, this is, uh, we are going to the Bloomington, Indiana, Krampus Noct Festival, Fun Town, Jim, Jingle Jams, Far, Farley Narn. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a once a year Farley Narn. It's, it's one of the biggest Farley Narns in the, in the entire Midwest. That's a fucking great word. Farley Narn. <laughs> uh, but no, we're going. Um, and we are, we are, we're grabbing all of our friends from Chicago. We're going to go down there. We're going to get real squirreled up. Uh, we're going to just run amok. Flora's going to get trashed. Dave promises a lot. And then he's, he's like, you know what? We should go down there. We should just get wasted. And then I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. I, I guess so. And he's like, I'm not me. I'm driving. Yeah, I'm driving. <laughs> I'm like, I, I can't drink and drive, dude. Luckily, I haven't signed anything. It's not cool. But uh, we're going to have Dark Mark Soloff of mm-hmm. Blast Joe Podcast. We're going to have Greg, Gregory Bach yep. of of the new podcast. Um, he's got a podcast? Of, he's got a new one out. Son uh, of a Bing Bang. A, a, what is it? A, it's uh, called Son of a Bing Bang. Son of a Bing Bang. The Flim, the Flarnarn. What is it? Farleynarn. The Farleynarn cast. <laughs> <laughs> it's a visitor's guide to Springfield. I think that's what it's called. Oh, he's, sweet. It, uh, a friend of his is taking him through the world of The Simpsons, which he's not familiar with. Wow. But uh, the the four of us are going to do, uh, uh, jet down there. The eminent uh, uh, researcher, Jay Nathan, Jay Couch. Nathan Couch, we're going to meet up with down there and, and run amok with. I, I just think it's going to be a ton of fun. It sounds like it. Um, Birch Branch. Birch, Birch Branch. Branch. And... And I'll I'll probably bring along some uh, uh, really hacky uh, recording equipment, but we might yeah. get another road trip. Uh, I, that would be awesome. So I know that we'll probably be bringing some T-shirts. If anybody we're gonna bring some T-shirts, if you so if you're in the area, send us an email, uh, and so we'll we'll kind of try to coordinate where we'll meet and get all that squared away, and yeah. then we can all just go run amok for a night. And I'll I'll have uh, info on Facebook and Twitter. 
uh, we'll probably be live doing that stuff. Yeah, free piggyback rides. Uh, we, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining seeing, uh, going to this festival, this parade or whatever it, it is and whatever it is, birch gonna... branched then maybe going and getting some, some food and drinks somewhere yeah. and hanging out. It's and... a winter Farley Narn. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like your typical Farley Narn, you know, <laughs> you just, <laughs> you go get chival changed. <laughs> The Earl of Venvry <laughs> solicitously requests your presence at this, the winter's falling on. <laughs> We're idiots. Um, but come uh, come hang out and party with us. Yeah. It's, it's the next best thing to a live show that you're going to get. <laughs> so far. You know what, though? The, the Mensa talk was a, a great dry run for a live show, and I think it was a ton of fun to do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So at least we know kind of how we're going to do it when, yep. we, when we finally do and it. And I, oh I strongly encourage uh, you to bring a suitcase full of liquor and sit in the front row because that woman was brilliant. The only genius I met that day. <laughs> we we haven't really, uh, did we, we didn't really talk about that. We'll, that'll, we'll save that because we're yeah. running long in a tooth. But anyway, that's what's going on. Go yep. over to candychat.org. Oh, yeah. Those crazy show, ladies are Show those crazy. old biddies some love. They're at, at Candy Chatters on Twitter, and you can like their Facebook page as well. Please subscribe to them on iTunes. Yeah. Rate, rate them, too. They, they love that. But uh, anyways, that's going to do it yep. uh, for this episode of Blurry Photos. I have been David Florin Oak Island. <laughs> nice. And I have been Dave. I get it. <laughs> I get why you do that in that situation. I mean, it's not, it's not ideal, but I, I, I can see how you'd make that choice. Stecco. Mm. Oh, mm. That is so tender. Oh, will you pass me that thigh? <laughs> oh, got a little finger bowed in there. <laughs> oh, bye. bye.